At Watermark Community Church, we're reading the Bible together and learning about how a bunch of smaller stories point to one big true story, the story of God's rescue plan through Jesus. Welcome to Join the Journey Junior. Hi, everyone. It's Sarah. Here's where we are in the story. After 70 years in exile, Zerubbabel led the first wave of return and began rebuilding the temple. Almost 60 years after the temple was completed, Ezra led the second wave of return and reviewed God's law with the people. Hearing God's law made the people realize that they had been sinning against God, so they decided to turn from their sin and choose God's way instead. But would they actually do what they said? Let's begin today's story so we can find out. A faithful man named Nehemiah was living in Babylon and heard that things were not going well for the people that had returned to Jerusalem. The city walls were still down, so the people weren't protected from intruders. Nehemiah prayed to God expressing his concern for Jerusalem and asked for favor with King Artaxerxes. Nehemiah was the king's cupbearer, and he had always done his job joyfully. But as he was serving the king his wine the following day, the king noticed that Nehemiah looked sad and asked him why he was so sad. When Nehemiah told the king his concerns for Jerusalem, the king offered to help. So Nehemiah asked to be sent back to Jerusalem so he can rebuild the walls. The king agreed and even wrote letters for Nehemiah to show as proof of the king sending him. Nehemiah went back to Jerusalem, officially leading the third and final wave of Israelites returning from exile. After inspecting what was left of the city walls, Nehemiah went to the city officials and said they needed to rebuild the walls so the people could be safe. The officials agreed with him and they started to work immediately. The wall and its gates were rebuilt by all kinds of returned exiles, and they were making quick progress. But not everyone was excited about the work they were doing. Some people were angry about the walls being rebuilt because their ancestors had been driven out of Jerusalem by the Israelites. These enemies tried various things to disrupt the Jews' work. They tried saying mean things to them, threatened to attack them with armies, and even tried to deceive them with false prophets. But Nehemiah knew their enemies' attempts wouldn't be successful because he knew they were working against God's plan. So every time they tried to disrupt his work, he went to the Lord in prayer. Aside from that, he instructed his workers to stay inside the walls as they slept at night, and he had them all take turns standing guard. They were to always carry their weapons with them, so they were always ready to defend themselves if they were attacked. After 52 days of working on the walls, Nehemiah and his people completed rebuilding the walls. Now that the city was secure, Nehemiah gathered all the people together and had them write down all the names of those that had returned from exile and were now calling Jerusalem their home. Then the city leaders knew they had a festival to prepare for soon, the Festival of Booths. So they asked Ezra to read God's law to the people each day of the festival which we talked about during last week's story. As Ezra reviewed the law, the people were reminded about the countless ways that God had provided for their ancestors, protected them, and sent prophets to warn of the coming consequences of their disobedience. The people felt guilty about their sin, confessed their sin, and made a vow to obey all the commands of the Lord. But by the time of the wall dedication ceremonies, Nehemiah discovered several ways the people were continuing to neglect God's law, in spite of the vow they had just made. 
In response to his discovery, Nehemiah reminded the people of what the law said, then went to God in prayer. At this point, it had become clear that making a vow to obey the Lord was not enough. The people needed help. They needed new hearts that genuinely loved God, not just the gifts he'd given them. But how would that happen? You'll have to join us next time to find out. For now, let's review today's story with a few questions. Question 1. Once he returned to Jerusalem, what did Nehemiah lead the people in doing? Question 2. What did Nehemiah do every time people tried to disrupt their building the wall? Question 3. What do you do when you experience challenges? Talk to your parents about it. Nehemiah heard that the city of Jerusalem was in trouble, so he prayed to God, then took steps to try to help. Leading the third and final wave of returning to Jerusalem, he helped make the city a safe place to live again. But he didn't do it without some challenges along the way. Nevertheless, the wall was completed in 52 days, and the Jews were able to call Jerusalem their home again. Before long, though, Nehemiah found out that his fellow Jews had been neglecting God's law. So he reminded them what God's law said, then prayed to God and helped them try to return from their sinful choices. But will that be enough? At this point, I think we all know it won't be enough. Trying to be good on our own will never be enough because God is perfect. Therefore, he can't be around anyone that isn't perfect. And since humans are not perfect, there's separation between him and us. But God, in his perfect love for us, did something about it something that none of us could have done on our own. God sent a savior that was fully God and fully man, lived on earth, died in our place as the perfect sacrifice, then defeated death for us by raising again on the third day. It's the rescue plan that all these little stories are bringing us to, God's rescue plan through Jesus. Join us next time as we journey through the Bible together.